0: i where they gotta play up Dang. I'm where they got He started. started. Call Katie telling May Room for the Lambardi. I trust 27 to lead us to any battle. We had DK out there press. You seen how we did Seattle. Oh, he went bad. down 1-3 to three and then we hopped back on that saddle. Everybody one T, but you can't have him because we got it. A lethal 9 on the side and he gon' always ran dot 29 got him on lockdown. This Taylor Britt Island. Yeah, you know Jamar probably open. That boy 7-11. 7 left. Who your best cornerback because my receiver's gon' shredder. And y'all don't wanna go one-on-one with loose playbook. 91 step on that field, and quarterbacks look shook. A couple weeks went by and we done stepped. Up some wins. and Logan still with us, still turn over Who's the turnover twins. Ousey, a man to man, you probably shouldn't throw at him. Orlando Brown came to town, showed us what a bodyguard is. I don't think they want no smoke with us. Forever standing on business, this ain't no joke for us. Money Mackey, lined it up. That boy forever clutch. Put up whoever you want, it's never slow for us Ain't nothing changed, 21 still lurking in the cut 83 reasons why they can't sh- with us nah. Zach Taylor top dog, it's always a bus Hand the, the ball to Chase Brown, probably won't, probably won't get touched Chuck sizzle back deep to receive the punt Probably gonna run it back, I feel like he the one, he the one. When my shuffle on him still, I feel like Icky Hold on, protecting Joe like a tiger shirt. Like Imagine should. having Trent Irwin as your fourth string your fourth If ring. V.J. Hill hit you, you feel what that force bring One, two, three, nah, we need four rings this the jungle, you can't come in here and pull strings, yeah, pull strings. Look close, look at DJ read that offense Sin, Hubbard, and Osai, yeah, we all in all Nick in. Scott ball hawking overwatching Hill healing interception that look flawless look, It's, it's flawless. really hard to lose when Kay Adams room for you If you need a couple yards, going gon' get it for we you We got Tanner hustling now, Sample still too she gon' go get that ball just like a dog do Already knew they had to play us, but this two part two is part play two I'm from the city where they got it. I'm from the city where they got to play us. It's time to pay up. I'm from the city where they got to play us. I'm from the city where they got to play us. I'm from the city where they got to play us. It's time to pay up. Who day. day y'all.
1: What's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, the Ice Man, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I bring you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio. Home of the back-to-back AFC North champion Cincinnati Bengals. Now, do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. You guys are awesome. I'm up to 2,434 subscribers. As always, I appreciate every single one of you guys. If you're watching on Facebook or Twitter X and you have yet to subscribe to my channel, why not? Please do so. Please go to the YouTube channel Sports with Strawberry Ice. Hit the subscription button, hit the bell for a notification. Every time I go live, you'll be notified. Also, exclusive in the YouTube chat crew, we're doing super chats. So, if you got something that you'd like to ask Trags, who is not here yet, hopefully he's coming. If not, I'll just be talking to you guys. But, or you want to support the show, give me a super chat. I would greatly appreciate it. And as always, I'm coming to you live from this glorious place down here. It's the Ice Cave. And the Ice Cave is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. So if you have a condo, you're looking for an apartment, a house you want to rent. If you have a property you just don't want to manage anymore, give T-Properties a shot and they'll take care of the rest. And you know, we hit the jackpot when we drafted Joe Burrow. That's why we call him Jackpot Joey. Uh, if you want any of the hats, the gear, the flags, the shirts, any of that stuff, go to jackpotjoey9.com. If you want the beer, it's at Brink Brewery and also at all most major Krogers and pretty much everywhere in the city. It's all the way up in uh, almost uh, Middletown. I, I saw uh, my buddy uh, Matt Biggs Bourbon found it up there. So it's everywhere. And if you go a place and they don't have the Jackpot Joey, say, hey, give me some Jackpot Joey beer it's from Brink Brewery. It's delicious. So you get cool stuff. You get to drink delicious beer and you get to help people out. So portion of the proceed, go to the Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Fund. So like I said, the people were to make a money on this are the ones that count. And that is the Joe Burrow Foundation. That's what this is all about. So make sure you go buy some of the gear and drink some of the delicious beer. I enjoy it a lot. What is up to everybody in the chat? Let's see here. Hold on. You guys are blowing up. Robert was first. Strangers in there. Paul's in there. Brad's in there. Nicole's in there. Okay. Uh, pork chop. What, what are you doing? You're, you're eating an egg salad. Uh, that's that's great. Thanks thanks for sharing sharing that there, Chop. <laughs> Rick the Rock is in there. What is up to everybody? So, like I said, Mike Petraglia uh, should set join me. Um, I'm waiting for him to jump into the backstage area, so hopefully he will jump in. But we have some news on the injury front here as far as the Bengals and the Raptors go. So, I got this from the Bengals. Uh looks like Trey Henderson <laughs> Psycho <laughs> Blackout Trey looks like he's gonna play. I mean, dude was out there practicing the other night and I saw Trag's video. He looked pretty healthy to me. So I don't know, but it looks like he's pretty he looks like he could play. They don't haven't said anything yet. Uh T Higgins is out. Sam Hubbard is out. Yoshivas is out. So for people who are talking about uh Yoshi was injured yesterday. Uh, that he is out and uh, Charlie Jones is still questionable, but he played he's full go in all the practices. So I, I would really hope that Chuck Sizzle would play. Cause I think we might need him definitely. If T is out and Yoshi is out now. Uh, yes, we need another wide receiver. So hopefully Charlie Jones uh, can be activated. Now, this is what I got for Lance McAllister. Uh, the rap rap out, out uh, linebacker Staley. Uh, Simpson's out with concussion, doubtful Humphrey, questionable. Uh, Devin Duvall, uh, John Simpson, Kyle Vonay, and Daryl Worley. They all are doubtful to questionable, but we have two of them that are definitely out. So everybody's banged up. It's that time of year. Uh, unfortunately, it has to come when the Bengals unfortunately lost on Sunday. So we'll see what happens. All right, let's get to some of the uh questions here. You guys got we can start doing this before uh trags gets on uh let's see here uh <laughs> brad said gotta go tomorrow and pick up my Corey dillon signed helmet sweet are you getting that at uh the card shop um galaxy and that's not it where was the card shop that he went to i can't even remember the name of the place he went to I'm gonna be irritated i can't remember the name of the place but anyway that's hopefully that's where you're gonna get it. i got a cool Corey dillon Autographed jersey back here. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Rick the Rock says the <laughs> Ravens can't fly straight. All right. Uh, let's see here. Tom, Ravens coach is never truthful about the injuries. He likes the bend the rules. Uh, yeah, they 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 do tend to do that. Um, we'll see plays and who doesn't. It's going to be very – I think it's going to be a lot of game time decisions. I mean, it's a short week, people. So, I mean, it's going to take a little bit, you know, to get them there. Anyway, my man. My buddy, Trags, he is in the waiting room. I know he's a busy guy. I'm going to get to him real quick. Here's Trags. What's up, Trags? How you doing, buddy? I got
2: time for you, bud. I I was just a little bit um, on the crunch earlier today, getting in here in Baltimore. As you can tell, I'm in my lovely um, hotel room in Lincecum, uh Maryland, however you say it. Uh, hey, so hey. that's where uh, this is emanating from, uh, ICE.
1: I'm just happy you made it, dude. I, I, I appreciate all the time you get. I know, give me. I know you guys are extremely busy now, and I'm always bugging you guys to come on because uh, I do this every freaking day, and if I get one of you guys on here, it's awesome. So I appreciate you. By the you way, on.
2: yeah, by the way, yes. you, you hear me okay, right?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, sounds great. And do
2: you see... And do you see the light to the great beyond behind me? That doesn't bother you, right?
1: No, you're good. You're good.
2: Okay, it's just, just making just, it, sure.
1: It just looks like gods behind you going,
2: here."
1: All right, so I want to leverage the, the injury uh, report here that I got uh, for yeah. the Bengals, and so this is what I got: that uh, Trey Anderson, and by your video last night, I, I think he's a psychopath. <laughs> looks like he might play. But look, at T's yeah. out, Sam's out, Yoshi's out, and Charlie Jones is still questionable. I'm hoping Charlie plays with with T and uh, Yoshi out.
2: Ah, uh, yeah. It's. I think I told you earlier, Iceman. It's. It's a hard read. Or I said it to somebody else actually through text. It's really a hard read to see how they view Charlie Jones at this part of his recovery uh, from his thumb injury, his surgery. Uh, is he really dependable to be, let's say, the fourth receiver? Right. You know, now that you, now that Yoshi's out, right. uh, you've got to, you know, rely on. And obviously, T is out. You've got to go Tyler Boyd. Um, Jamar? I'm sorry, Tyler. Yeah, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, Trenton Irwin, and that fourth receiver. Yeah. So is Who that going to be Charlie Jones? That's mm-hmm. the decision they have to make, or. Would they rather have somebody else up? Um, you know, obviously, uh, we saw a couple of possibilities in the last couple of weeks. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how they view that fourth receiver position. If they feel Charlie Jones is healed, I would have to think tomorrow, uh, which is the deadline. I think it's 2 p.m. Uh, they have to uh, activate Charlie Jones from the injured reserve, and he'd be active for the game. But we'll find out soon enough.
1: And if he's not, who do you think, in your opinion, would be the fourth wide receiver if he's not?
2: Yeah, it's great question, <laughs> Shedrick Jackson, I guess. And I,
1: yeah, that's, that's the only one it could be. We're, we're we're actually running out of wide receivers, to be honest.
2: It's right, it, and you know, I I would think uh, that would be a, a distinct possibility. Yeah, uh, but unless they, uh, for some reason, want to
1: put Chris Evans out there, split a wide, and let him throw him at, th- actually throw don't him the Don't
2: think they're going to be doing that. <laughs> I don't think you want, I don't think you want uh, running backs running, you know, Z routes.
1: I just want so. them to get Chris Chris Evans the ball. That's that's all, that's all I want. I want them.
2: Well, them- uh, you're not alone, because he can do a lot of damage, as uh, he's shown. When you get the ball to him in, in space, he's actually a very, very, uh, competent weapon out there on the field. But the Bengals have had trouble. When they've had trouble with their offense, they can't seem to get the guy, get guys uh, the ball in space. And that's something, you know, you can, I don't care if it's the number two ranked defense in the NFL and the Baltimore Ravens uh, or it's the Arizona Cardinals. You have to find a way to get guys the ball in space. And uh, the other thing that, uh, you know, we saw last week, uh, the Bengals – play the scramble drill as well as any team in the NFL and maybe um, you run an intentional scramble a couple of times I I'm just you know spitting uh spitballs here but you know the the Bengals have got to have that kind of attitude against a team like the Ravens tomorrow where you know the space on the field comes at a premium.
1: Yeah. Uh, people are asking in the chat. Yes. The T the game is on local uh, TV here. It is on channel nine. Channel 9. Yeah. If you don't yes. have, if you don't have Amazon Prime, so you will be able to watch it locally here. Now, one thing I brought up here is we saw the offense look awesome in San Francisco we went under center a lot. And it looked like the, we had the, the 49ers or, or as I like to call them, the suck Niners off balance a lot. And we haven't seen that as much in, in, in Buffalo and against the Titans where it, it seemed like we we're more in shotgun has Zach, Made any indication as to why or if we're going to go back to? It. I think Joe Mixon runs better out out of or out from under center. They does out of the shotgun. Well, any indication of that they might go back to that more or anything?
2: They could, but he's not going to give that indication. Uh, uh you know, ahead of the a critical divisional game like the Ravens. Maybe we do see more of that. Maybe uh, the Bengals try to do to the Ravens what the Ravens have done to so many other teams, including the Bengals, uh, and that is, you know. Turn the game into a slog. The key to that is getting on top, getting and playing with the lead. Right. Right. Last week, when the Texans tied that game 7 7, it suddenly felt like the Bengals were playing behind. Mm -hmm. It just had that vibe because the the Bengals' offense was so bad. And they were what happens in a game like that, Iceman, is it's a tie game. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the scoreboard says you're in it. When your offense keeps punting the ball, and on five straight possessions, you're punting the ball, you feel like you're behind because your offense can't move the ball. That's what they've got to avoid tomorrow night at M&T Bank Stadium.
1: Yeah, they've had that a lot lately. They they get off these great starts, and then they have a lull in the middle, and then they they start firing on all cylinders.
2: I think some some of it has to – I asked Brian Callahan this on, I believe it was Monday – and uh, I asked him about tempo, mm-hmm. and I said, "What what are the you know pluses and minuses, the give and take on going tempo against a team like Baltimore, which you know that if you uh, go up, you know too fast and ha- start you know the ball and getting off the field too quickly, their offense starts staying on the field, and that's when you see Baltimore have you know ten to twelve minute." time of possession advantages and you want to avoid that uh but still in all callahan says we've gone tempo against baltimore before with some success so you know read between the lines maybe we see more tempo uh tomorrow night in baltimore something to get the the bengals offense in rhythm again because look i know t is out Mm -hmm. but in tyler boyd and in jamar chase and the way they've been implementing the running or the tight ends which has been a big positive over the last two games even Canada. though there's only been one win mm-hmm. burrow has done a very good job getting the tight ends involved in the offense so now if you need them in a game like tomorrow night it's not like oh we've got to turn on the switch and hope these tight ends respond mm-hmm. they've been already kind of uh you know seasoned and broken into the offense, if you will. And they, I don't think it'll feel as odd uh, if all of these guys, including, by the way, Drew Sample uh, in the past game, if you get all three of those guys involved, uh, I think you know the Bengals can make some hay. And no, I'm not forgetting Mitchell Wilcox. It's just that he is, let's face it, the fourth tight end. He's very good on special teams. Mm-hmm. Um, but Certainly, when you're talking tight ends, you're talking Irv Smith Jr., who's come around a little bit. Um, you're also talking Tanner Hudson and Drew Sample.
1: Yeah, I'm very happy that they finally got Tanner Tanner Hudson out there. I, I was hoping we get a get a huddy-tuddy. Maybe we'll get one there uh, Thursday night. But uh, now, Augie's got a question here, and I, this is, is a concern for me. He said, I think we'll pull it out 27-24. Hey, Traggs, what do you think we will do c- to contain their running attack? Because the Texans, and that's one thing I said all last week, they're not. We're not. Not that we don't have to worry about the run, but they're not a running team. Boy, was I wrong! They ran for 100, over 150 yards on us. We knew they were going to throw the ball, but tracks the running game is the part that shocked me. Or running defense is the part of shocked me. And then the Ravens, I think, are the number one running team in 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 the, in the National Football League.
2: Well, I don't have the breakdown, but every time Devin Singletary got to the edge, he was off to the races, mm-hmm. and by that I mean 10 to 12 yards. He was getting, or even five to ten yard chunks that's too much yes and uh you know obviously i think everybody knows sam hubbard is uh one of the best if not the best run uh run edge setting run stopping edge setting edges in football and without sam hubbard you noticed it last week that is a concern tomorrow night there's no question about it and Of the three, I think Cam Sample is your best bet. He's going to get the most reps. Then you're going to see Miles Murphy uh, and Joseph Asai. Those two have to really contribute. Um, And Joseph Asai has to produce in obvious passing situation. He has to find a way to get to Lamar Jackson. But the the tricky thing tomorrow, and I kept saying this all week, you know, on the shortened week, Um, The thing you got to watch with uh, Lamar Jackson is you can't just flush him out of the pocket right away because he can obviously, as we all know, when he gets out of the pocket, he will look to run. If the the running lanes are there, he will take off. So you've got to be disciplined. And so the question I have is, uh, for the Bengals going into tomorrow night, is Joseph Asai capable of showing the kind of discipline on, on the edge that you need in a game against Lamar Jackson?
1: Yeah, and the thing is, too, what they need to do is Lamar is better at not taking off right away, I, I, and that's what scared me. What CJ Stroud did a lot last week, where he rolled out, and CJ waited till we went and found the soft. They found the soft, uh, soft spot in the zone and hit him. And Lamar has done that a lot more this year. In the past, he would get out, he would you know run and um, he would make really good plays, but he also got injured. Now Lamar is actually looking to throw the ball more, hence what CJ Stroud did on us last week, and that, that's. Those are the two things
2: that so, me. Yeah, now, uh, last week, um, actually immediately after the game, Mike Hilton told me uh, the difference with C.J. Stroud uh, in that game was that once he got out of the pocket, he was absolutely still looking to throw downfield. He was not looking to take off, and he was just a quarterback moving the pocket. Lamar Jackson is not like that. He will move the pocket. He will absolutely still throw the ball down the field. But if the Bengals do a better job and they better of plastering the receivers in the secondary, then Lamar Jackson will look for running lanes and he'll take his five to six yards. It doesn't have to be a flashy run. He'll take a five to six or seven yard run uh, and then, you know, regroup for the next down. The Bengals need to get him closer to the line of scrimmage or better yet, tackle him for losses. You know, get him to the ground. There's got. Here's what I've noticed: uh, when the Bengals have not played good run defense, mm-hmm. the pursuit to the ball has not been what it was in 2021 and 2022. Mm-hmm. They do not converge on the ball carrier as well, mm-hmm. and I don't know why that is. Um, certainly, Marion Hobby uh, is and. You guys like that are trying to figure the defensive line coach. They're trying to figure that out, along with Louie and Arumo. Why are we not converging to the ball? Why are we not pursuing the ball a- as well with as many bodies? Uh, and even last week, when they had uh, Nick Scott and Jermaine Pratt on Noah Johnson, uh, Noah Brown, excuse me, on Noah Brown, on that catch right before the f- game-winning field goal, you got to get him to the ground. The ground.
1: Yeah.
2: And the Bengals have not been making those plays this year as frequently on defense. Uh, thus, the bigger numbers uh, for opposing offenses. That's got to change uh, tomorrow night uh, at M&T Bank Stadium.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I've said it uh, yesterday. If they just tackle him there and not try to strip the ball out, uh, he it's a 50-yard field goal. They're probably trying to make another play the Bengals most likely that game goes into overtime i mean most likely who knows but the better shot well, I mean, happening than be now, a, a chip chip uh, yeah chip shot
2: if you take at face value that kick and move it back uh 15 yards or mm-hmm. 12 yards whatever it was it's no good right. because it was fading off to the right and it just slid inside the right upright correct
1: yeah i that's it yep. i said it yes i saw it <laughs> you
2: move that back 12 yards that kick is no good, and you go to overtime.
1: Right, so that, that's the thing, and that's where um, a lot of people have been talking. <coughs> excuse me, on here, that um, and it kind of goes back to what Joe said. The the or he says he got to turn the switch on and off more. I think it goes with the the defense too. Sometimes I love the aggressiveness to ripping the ball out. But sometimes you just got to get the guy on the ground. And, I, and that's yeah. that, that case part right there. And that's where I think they got to find a balance. Like that offense has to find a balance of when to to be more aggressive and when to not more, you know, more often than they do now. And the defense needs to re- want it. Good. Good. We got.
2: I want to answer a couple of questions here. Um, the organization has, believe it or not, won road primetime games just not that often. They yeah. are 7 and 45. And I can name all seven games, which is sad. <laughs> okay. The L.A. Rams... Back in 1978, that was Monday Night Football. That was a 4-12 and season. The Bengals, I think, went into that game with a 1-12 record and won the last three games, starting with that game on Monday Night Football at Los Angeles. That was the first one. Bengals have beaten the Steelers twice on Monday night. They've beaten the Browns twice on Monday night. On the, all of these are on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've beaten the Bears in overtime, 1992. I don't know if you remember that game. I do. Expand- I remember that one. Yeah. And uh, their last one? Was the Eagles game uh, back in uh, in 2012 a very bad Philadelphia Eagles game on Thursday Night Football? And the irony of that game was it came four days after losing a game on a last-second field goal at Paycor at Paul Brown Stadium to the Dallas Cowboys. So there is some symmetry there. I think the, if the Bengals play this game close, I think they win. My concern tomorrow night is that Lamar Jackson gets out to a 14-3 lead and the offense just can't get get on track. And if that's the case, you, you play behind, play from behind against Baltimore, you're probably going to lose. Now, I say that, right, Iceman? What did the Browns do last week?
1: They came back and beat them. They were, <laughs> right.
2: they, that, they were down 17-3 and 31-17, and the Browns came back to win. So, yes, it's possible. It's possible. But given the way the Bengals are playing offense right now, you don't want to put that kind of pressure on the Bengals,
1: right? And the uh, on, that, on Joe Burrow. I heard this either on I don't know, your podcast or, or Locked On Bengals. I can't remember. Maybe Skinny said it on yours. But uh, the Ravens are not a very good fourth quarter team. That they've crumbled in a fourth no, quarter. The they're and not. The Bengals are actually, offensively, they're actually pretty good in the fourth quarter, especially yes. if they had the lead. That's the key. If they had the lead, so that's where it bodes well for the Bengals. In the fourth quarter, but but you know trends are made to be broken. I just, you know I mean that's a
2: good you know what Iceman that's a that's a good sign for the Bengals that they are a good fourth quarter team. Yes. Good, very good teams. Championship caliber teams are very good in the fourth quarter. Either a coming from behind, rallying and winning, or putting teams away. We've seen that from the Bengals this year. and We've seen it on the it's road. Sunday. San Francisco is the best example of that. Yeah, well, I mean, you beat looking. a very good team on the road. When they hadn't lost at home in forever, you know, 11 straight home wins for San Francisco. What were you going to say, Iceman?
1: I'll say, yeah, we literally saw that Sunday. I mean, literally, if Tyler Boyd catches the ball, we're talking about how the backbone yeah. of his team Ag- and how great it is, yeah. that, you know, the championship measure. That's that change. That it's so ridiculous, Trags, that that one play tra- changes the whole narrative. But if it goes from a win to a loss, but I mean, that's literally. That's what the happened. NFL, in- though. Yeah, you know, it is.
2: and I would look, by the way, I if uh, I'm a fan watching the game tomorrow night, I would expect Joe Burrow to get Tyler Boyd involved early yes. and often. A, because what happened last week. B, because he's still a very good and valuable and critical receiver in their offense without T. Higgins out there, of course. And C, because Tyler Boyd has quite the history at m Bank yes, Stadium, yes, and I, I wrote this in my uh, What to Look For preview. You can check it out on clnscincy.com, by the way. Uh,
1: you yeah, can, can check it out on, on my Twitter line, too.
2: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, but he, of course, caught that pass as a rookie in 2017 on 4th and 29, I believe it was, and scored the touchdown that got the Buffalo Bills into the playoffs and you know was one of, I think, Marvin Lewis's final – Great moments as head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals. That
1: literally saved him uh, being fired that year. I think that kept him an, uh, the Bengals. Oh no question. Year. Yeah, that that if that doesn't happen, Marvin gets fired that year instead of sticking around for one, one more year. Um, the other thing too is I think uh, Jamar Chase, the, uh, the Raven Killer, is going to go off tomorrow too. Just because. I, well, I'm hoping his back feels better. Um, I don't. I think he was more sore. You know, pretty sore last week. That's why he didn't. Uh, he still. Had what five catches for 124 yards or whatever it was?
2: Yeah, Um, he did. Good numbers there. Good good call, Iceman.
1: I think he's going to get more targets as well because he does. He just steps up his game against the Ravens and he always makes plays. And with T not being there, they're gonna have to really rely on him a lot more. I think so. I'm looking for a big game from Chase too.
2: By the way, that uh, you know the four the the receivers we should look at if it's not Charlie Jones are Shedrick Jackson, who was active last week. Uh, Kwame Lassiter, or Kendrick Pryor. All of them are on the practice squad. Stanley Morgan, will he be activated again uh, because of his role on special teams? Well, I would expect the answer to that to be definitely yes. Uh, And I don't think they view Stanley Morgan as an option there at at the fourth receiver unless, you know, another injury happens. But uh, that's what I think you're looking at. I think Stanley Morgan would be... um, the fifth receiver tomorrow night. And the so the question is, who are you gonna slot in there if if right. it's not Charlie Jones activated off injured reserve? Right.
1: Now one more question and I'll get you out of here. I, I know you, you gotta get going here. Um running game. Uh Joe Mixon. Now, what i keep telling everybody keeps mm-hmm. saying we gotta run it more mm-hmm. consistent, more consistent, more consistent. I agree. But I, I look at it and people wonder why they go away from it. I look at it as we're not consistently gaining enough yards. Correct to 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 be consistent because we have too many zero runs or two runs. Yes, he'll have a six yard run, but then he'll come back with a you know three or two or zero yard run. That's the thing that I think the consistency has not been there this year, Dragon. So so
2: there's an expression that Brian Callahan has. We get what's blocked. Yes. On Sunday, there were a couple of plays where what was blocked was 15 to 20-yard runs, Mm -hmm. and Joe didn't hit the hole or didn't read it right. Uh, And I'm thinking of one run in particular where he ran left into the pursuit instead of cutting back to his right, and if he does that, easily a 15-yard gain, no question. And those are the kind of runs that when it's blocked perfectly, uh, you need your running back to see and get them, because when you don't, it's really a momentum killer.
1: And Mixon doesn't have an
2: incomplete pass.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And way. Mixon doesn't have the the moves to get out of tackles like he used to. I mean, let's be honest; he is getting older, and I'm, I'm not. It's a, I'm not trying to be a knock on him. It's just the truth. He doesn't break tackles like he used to. I mean, he had he had to he do that probably, forever.
2: You know, in in fairness to the other 28, <laughs> I see Corey's number. By the way, great job with Corey Dillon. Thanks, um, buddy. You you deserve some props for that, Iceman. Big time props. Thanks, buddy. Um, but in terms of the current 28 mm-hmm. uh, he's uh, been breaking some tackles he actually i think joe mixon if you watch him in games he actually enjoys the contact he gets activated by contact and he turns you know a 2 yard scrum into a 5 yard gain well that's great but when the the play is blocked for you to you know cut outside then cut back and, and make 15, 12 to 15 yards, you've got to have that from your running back. And, right. you know, especially against a team like the Baltimore Ravens, where those opportunities don't come very often because they're so good mm-hmm. uh, on run defense. You've got to take those uh, opportunities when they're there.
1: Yeah, and one thing I, I want to definitely get rid of the playbook is the, the running it wide or sweep or whatever they want to call it. It it does not work this year. No, no,
2: no I mean, it, it certainly doesn't have that feel that, you know, even when you put Jamar Chase on a jet sweep, the Bengals just have not clicked on that right. play for whatever reason. And, you know, I think, you know, the X's and O's in me just – in, in the, would tell you that they're not getting the edge set, and they're not getting you know the wide receivers out there to help on uh, run blocking. And when you don't have that, and you don't, ha- and when the defense has the numbers, I don't care who's running the ball, um, you're not going to have right. much of a gain on jet sweeps.
1: And that was the other thing that surprised. I'm going to get you out of here, I promise. The other thing that's
2: no, I'm I'm good. Okay. keep going.
1: The, the other thing that surprised me last week because I thought this was going to be a big trenches game. I where I thought we had the advantage. Over the tight the Titans, I thought our offensive line had been playing really well here lately, and I thought we were really going to—I don't want to say dominate, but we would win more than we would lose. And and even with our defensive line, even with Sam out, I thought Trey would get to to uh, to CJ uh, Stride a little more, and that really didn't happen. The offensive line was the one that really surprised me because Joe had a really good yep. game, 247 yards, I think it was, but he still got pressured way more than I thought he would. That. It,
2: So I I went back, went back, watched the tape. It was not a great game for Alex Kappa. And he would acknowledge that, you know, he knows he gave up too many pressures. Mm -hmm. He knows, he knows he gave up too many pressures. And the one sack that I can recall right off the top of my head, but Ted Karras and, uh, Cordell Volson also, uh, suffered too many pressures over the middle and Mm -hmm. you get to the way to get to any great quarterback who sees the field and disrupt them is get them up the middle. Now, Joe Burrow just so happens, not only to be able to read the field incredibly well when he's settled in the pocket or stepping up in the pocket, but outside the pocket, um, he can make a lot of plays as again, we saw uh, last Sunday in the loss. So I, I think though, Joe Burrow would like to, Move around in the pocket, slide up, step up, uh, and then see more of the field. When you're running, you still cut down at least forty percent of the field, and that's oh, yeah. being generous. Usually, it's fifty percent of the mm-hmm. field when you're on the run and having um, to, you know, move the pocket yourself.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that and that uh, kind of happened last week, or when he threw the interception down there in the in triple yes. coverage, he ran ran to the, was the right side if I'm doing my yep. left right. Yeah. He ran to the right side and he didn't see the safety coming over and he threw it. I mean, that, but like you said, you, he, his, his vision goes from this to this. So it makes it more difficult and it's easier to defend as well. They only have to defend half the field when you're, when you're rolling out like that too.
2: Correct. And the Bengals defense uh is usually outstanding when that happens because they communicate that uh in the secondary, but for whatever reason, uh, and I will tell you, Lou Anarumo didn't think it was really a communication issue uh, last Sunday, as much as it was uh, DBs weren't plastering their receiver and receivers and staying with them. You just can't release a receiver uh, like you know Noah Brown and let him just sit in a zone with nobody open tracks right, and everybody could see that. You yes. know, fan in in three forty four. Uh, where my lovely significant other was sitting last week, fourteen rows up in three forty-four, she could see it. You've met her. Just, just, you me. could. Yes, <laughs> thank you. You could. You could see it in your end zone view. Um, Lou Anne could certainly see it uh, from the sideline. Uh, everybody could see it. Is the point. And you know that that's got to change tomorrow uh, when you're you know facing Odell Beckham. Jr. and uh, a guy that uh, a receiver that scares me tomorrow is Zay Flowers. Yep. He's mm-hmm. just so quick in tiny spaces. Yeah, he scares he, more than you Jay. cannot let Zay Flowers do to you what Noah Brown did last week, or right. the Bengals will lose. Yeah, or we'll
1: lose. That, that is for sure. And so, do you see uh Lou doesn't like the rotation, but he has to keep doing it with the safety. But do you see Jordan battle? I keep waiting for him to get more snaps, you know, but it seems like it's. He's still sticking with Mike Scott. And Mike, I keep again, Mike Scott. Daggone it. Nick Scott. I keep saying Mike Scott. Right. The, he's a pitcher for the Houston Astros. Nick Scott. Yep. Um, we, we saw the the highlight where Nick Scott blitzes, and they and they hand the ball off. And he's run this way, and they hand the ball off over here, and he completely misses it. And, and then just the, just the wide open uh, uh wide receivers I had last weekend, do you see Jordan Battle getting more snaps this week, or is this a more a thing that might happen after the quote-unquote mini-buy? I –
2: I think it probably would happen after the mini-buy. However, I don't know how Luana Rumo views the game plan tomorrow. I don't know if we might see some big nickel. I don't know if they throw more uh, dime out there with six defensive, you know, uh, big nickel meaning that you have three safeties as part of a uh, either a nickel or a dime uh, defense with you know, what would be a dime would be six defensive backs or a quarter, which would be seven defensive backs. Um, but you know, I I just don't I don't have a good feel for that tomorrow.
1: Now the other question here I have is uh Trey Flowers was our Lamar killer. Um, do you see and Sam Hubbard has been that guy too, you know, just to cover him. Um, Akeem Davis Gaither. He's done a good job of that, but he's also been injured. Do you see him getting more of a role? Of maybe trying to be the Lamar spy? Or who who would be that person, in your opinion?
2: That's a great question, Iceman. Um I I think it's I think it's more Logan Wilson. I I, I think he has got the athletic ability to do the job of spying Lamar Jackson. It could be uh, Jermaine Pratt. I, I still like Pratt's instinct and his speed. He recovers quickly. He's a very fast linebacker for being a middle you know, mm-hmm. being the linebacker that he is. So um, either one of those guys I think could do it. Uh, I think to expect Akeem Davis Gaither to come off a knee injury, and I know he's been active playing, but to expect him to come on the field right. and do it, I think is asking yes. a bit much.
1: Yeah, I, I, I agree. That's what I'm kind of like. I don't know who else it will be. <laughs> so anyway, Trax, you've been on for about uh, 30 minutes. I appreciate you. I know you just got in a hotel room. I so said, I appreciate you coming on. And thanks for the the whole thing with Corey Dillon. Dude is awesome. If you ever want to interview him or anything, let me know. I'll, I'll, I can hook it up for you. He's a great dude. I'm trying to get him into the ring of honor. I'm trying to get him in the Hall of Fame. He's an awesome dude. So I just want to always get that narr- narration out there. Do me a favor. Plug some stuff before I let you go.
2: Yes, uh, at Trags on Twitter, X uh, T R A G S, CLNSCincy.com. It's where all of my CLNS media uh, content has migrated onto our own Cincinnati site dedicated uh, entirely to Cincinnati sports. Uh, you can also find my stuff covering uh, UC and Xavier up there, as well as Cincinnati Reds uh, moving on into next season, 2024. And of course, all my Bengals coverage on my YouTube channel. Uh, YouTube.com slash at Jungle Roar Pod, where also uh, my Jungle Roar podcast uh, also exists. So yeah. there you go.
1: Hey, go check it out. You, ha- you have my, my buddy uh, Skinny on there too. You you and him, two of my favorite uh, uh, guys I have on my show that come on the most. So I appreciate you guys. And I told you, Trags, when you first came on my show about three years ago, when you came back in town, you brought the luck. You covered the GOAT, Tom Brady. As soon as you got here, we started winning. So, I, I think it's all in you right here. It's all, uh, you're the reason we're we had going on this winning streak.
2: You'll find out tomorrow night.
1: <laughs> there you go. All right, Trax. Appreciate you, man. Good day.
2: Take, take care, Ice Man.
1: See ya. All right, guys. Go follow Trax. He's an awesome dude. I Like I said, I appreciate him. He just got in the hotel, I think, and jumped on the show with me. So, I, I appreciate him jumping on. And I don't want to – I want to be, uh, you know, Respectable of his time. So I don't want to take any more time. Up. Then he, then he has, because like I said, he came, he just got in a hotel room. looked like he, and set his computer up and, and came on the show. So I appreciate him. But yeah, I, I there are some big ifs uh, for tomorrow night. You know, we got some guys out. Um, the Ravens are going to have some people out looking for, and I agree with track says, I'm looking for a big game from tire boy. And I'm looking for Joe Burrow to go to him early and often to get the taste out of his mouth, and because Tyler Boyd has made big plays against the Ratbirds multiple times in his career, Jamar Chase has made really good plays uh, against them. Now, the thing is, the offensive line has got to play better. And that was an interesting thing that he was saying about Joe Mixon. And this is something I would love to ask Corey about, is where he said that he's missing missed the holes last week, which makes more sense, and that's – What I kind of keep saying, everybody said we got to run the ball more consistent. Which I take that as ever saying we got to do it more often. I think we need if if they were gaining yardage more consistently, they'd stick with it. The problem is they haven't been. Now again, I go to is that the offensive line or is that uh, Joe Mixon? You know what is the problem here? Why? Because like like Brian Callahan said, we get good yardage when everything's blocked right. But if it's blocked right and, and they go to the wrong hole and they miss it, um, then you're not going to get the yardage that you would necessarily get. So that's why I try to keep telling everybody. It's like, cause it's not as easy. Just keep hammering, keep hammering, keep hammering, keep hammering. Well, if you keep hammering and you're going three and out, which I know we did that throwing the ball. I, I, I understand, <laughs> you know, you're, you can't keep doing that. So that's the thing that I'm looking for consistency in the, gaining of yardage that's what this running uh game needs and we don't need a 100 yard running back i would love joe Mixon get 100 yards i would love that that would help out so much but if he can get 70 80 yards tomorrow night that would be huge especially with yoshi out with t out you know we're going to your your third uh wide receiver is going to be trenton Earl, which is you know trust me i'm not nothing it's Trent. trenton's a, a great player uh, but I don't know who the fourth one's going to be. Hopefully it's Charlie Jones, but it depends on how his thumb is. You know, he's been practicing full, but we'll see. Uh, Oh, you like my haircut. Thank you. My my, wife, my wife, my daughter did that for me. (laughs) Yes, I know, Augie. That's what she said. I know. (laughs) I know. I know. All right, Keith here. Uh, Guys, I think the way we beat them on offense is utilizing Boyd and Chase and deep Decoys and hitting the underneath stuff to Irvin, the tight ends and mixing slash maybe even Evans. Oh my god, I'd be shocked if they actually threw the ball to Chris Evans. <laughs> I would love that. Thoughts. Uh, yes, I, I agree with, with all of that, but I also I actually want them what I want them to do. I I want them to come out and take a deep shot right off the bat. Like, screw you. We're <laughs> we're coming after you, guns blazing. And that's what I would like them to do. I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but that's what I—that's I, what I'm hoping for. That they go out there. Yes, right. Happy birthday, to TB. Hopefully, uh, today's his birth well, today's his birthday. Hopefully, he has a, a wonderful birthday present tomorrow. Uh, Tom Brooks. I wonder what <laughs> painkillers Watson was on to be able to play with a high ankle, broken shoulder. Must have shot him up with numbing med. Yeah, they did something because. He was able to finish the game and win the game, and now he's out for the year. So, hey, I'll put this to this way: even without, I mean, they haven't really had a consistent quarterback all year, and they're still freaking winning because that defense is elite. And I hate the clowns, but well, you gotta give them respect. Their defense is elite. That might be the de- best defense in football. So, when we go up there and beat them this time, it ain't gonna be easy. Uh, let's see here, Keith. I think Boyd makes the perfect decoy because of what you just said. You know. The shit birds know he killed them. Yeah. Well, and then we have two of them, both of them TB and Jamar, both of them have killed him before killed them before. So, and that's where I think I know Jamar had a, a still a good game, but this could be a big Jamar game. Like an Arizona Jamar game is kind of what I'm thinking because he is, I'm not going to say fully healthy from his back. Cause I have no idea, but it's a bruise. It trust me. Like I said, on will show I hurt my back a million times. It takes a while. To recover from that, but if he is 100% or close to 100%, I think Jamal is going to ball out tomorrow. That's just my thing with Jamal. I said Jamal is going to ball out tomorrow. Let me think here. Adam. The problem is they don't rotate other running backs. They don't have any other running backs. (laughs) I mean, Travion, that that they actually trust. I'll put you that they actually trust. The only one they actually trust other than Mixon is Travion. That's it. Um, Sorry, uh, running backs into the game. And keep mixing fresh, not rocket side. That, that's I'm with you, but it's Travion. and that's the only other guy they trust to run the ball. So that's where this Chase Brown injury I think is really hurt because I because the week Chase Brown got hurt, I heard that he was going to be featured more in the offense. That was the plan. And then he pulled his hamstring and he's been out for a month. So that has hurt them. I, I really think that the plan was to get him going into the offense more. But I don't know why they don't give the ball to Travion more. I would like them to do that. Um, but they they have it, and it, it comes to a trust factor of, of who they think can get the most yardage. And they're putting it on um, Joe Mixon right now. And Mixon has had good games. Last week just wasn't one of them. I mean, last week they just, they just made – everybody made a lot of mistakes. Uh, Keith here. Oh, let see. Gadget play first series, maybe a flea flicker. If they can get it blocked up, see that that's, I'm I'm with you on that, uh, but I want to find out how that offensive line is playing, because they sh- struggled against the Texans. The Rappers got a better defensive line than the Texans do, so I would wait and see how this offensive line is blocking first before you do something like that. Because you do that right off the bat and it gets blown up, you're you're losing probably 15 yards and then you're first in 28 or whatever. So yeah. Great job, thanks not done yet <laughs> uh let's see here. anybody anything else uh i'm not sure he got all that uh i don't know what you're talking about there brad anyway all right guys so uh <laughs> there's so my boy if i he, he's in there he showed up he, he's uh it was one by three Chandler said the bangles are going by 300 he must've just got home from, from college. So I, I'm with you, dude. I, I think the big one's going to win. I don't think we'll go 300. Um, so <clears throat> tomorrow night, it will be no show tomorrow. Um, I will be doing a show and Corey Dillon is going to be on with me. Uh, we'll be recapping Thursday's show, um, or Thursday's game. So no show Thursday. I'm going to Hail Mary's, uh, in Chiviet. Uh, Maddie Myers is going to be there. Uh, my boy, Sea dog is going to be there. Um, and we're going to be there with Bengals Bomb Squad or Bomb Squad West. I, I don't remember which one it is. Anyways, there are lots of Bengals fans there. We're doing some cool stuff there. So if you guys are looking for a cool place to watch the game with some fun Bengals fans on Thursday, come check us out. We'll be at Hell Mary's. Like I said, it's, it's, it's in Chiviot. If you are any familiar with Chivua, there's a row of bars. It's like at the end of the row of bars. It's pretty easy to find. It's it looks like a pretty cool place. Let me get to the Facebook groups. That let me live stream. And they are Houdé Nation, Houdé Legion, Bearcat Ruckus, Radical Reds, the Ohio State Bucknuts, the Ice Bar. And they follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trodipole. TikTok is at Iceman90. I will be pulling on sound later on tonight, putting on podcasts on Beanpod, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, play pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Please make sure you rate, like, and review. If you guys like it, like I said, again, if you're looking for the game tomorrow night, it's on, and you don't have Amazon Prime, it's on WCPO channel 9, or you can come to Hell Mary's and watch, this, watch it there tomorrow. Uh, dropping at 9 a.m. tomorrow, my boy Wabi Asad will be dropping his music video. Uh, he shared a clip of it out there, and this guy, Pork chops on there. Uh, Chandler was supposed to be on there. I don't know where he is. at. Houday baby's on there. Uh, Greg's in there. Who else is in there that you guys might want to see? Anyway, it's a whole bunch of old white dudes, and we're bobbing our heads and looking cool. YB aside made us look way cooler than we actually are, but it's a cool video. Uh, make sure you go check it out. Uh, it'll be on. I, I I think it's on his YouTube. It'll be on his YouTube channel. Anyway, go follow YB aside, or I'll, when I find it, I'll retweet it so you guys can check it out. It was an absolute blast doing it. Um, never thought it'd be a music video or rap video, but it's really cool anyway. What'd you say? I, I'm talking to Chandler here. Uh, you think Chuck makes his return? He was a little bit depressed. I don't know. That's I'll just ask some tracks that, and he wasn't sure <laughs> to be honest. So we will see. I'm hoping Chuck Sizzle, we need him because he's got to be our fourth wide receiver because Yoshi's out. I don't know if you heard that. Or not Chandler. Yoshi is out. So, we need Chuck Stenzel to be the number four. Uh, wide receiver. Anyway, YouTubers, my originals. You got two uh, two thousand four 2,434 subscribers. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Like I said, if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be able to do any of this stuff. Uh, I would be, like I said, if you're watching on ZTV right now, what's up? I'm on there. Uh, shout out to jo- Joey Carver for hooking me up with that. Uh, that's the other thing. Joey Carver's is going to be at Hell uh, Marys as well. So, we'll be doing some cool video clips and stuff there. So if you guys want to be a part of the stuff that uh, Joe does on his show, it's the Joe show, uh, 9 a.m. on ZTV. So make sure you guys check that out. Uh, so like I, said, I appreciate all you guys. Make sure you hit the likes, hit the thumbs up. Uh, I've got one thumbs up. I got 21 people watching here. All 21 of you guys hit the thumbs up on the YouTube channel, please. I'd appreciate it. Helps the algorithm. Anyway, other than that, oh yeah, I'm going to be on Bagel Army at eight o'clock tonight. So I don't think it's going to be live. I think he records it. So make sure you guys check that out. Uh, that whenever it drops, I'll be on there. Other than that, I'll see you guys Friday, me and this guy right here, the greatest running back in Bengals history, Corey Dillon. Maybe Cap and Greg, I don't know if I haven't found out if they're coming up, but for sure me and Corey will be on, we'll be recapping. Thursday nights win. I'm predicting a win. We're going to win. We have to win. If we don't, I think the, not the season's over, but maybe the division title. It's going to be really hard to win it if we don't win Thursday night. Anyway, Believe that we will win. And remember, they still gotta play us. And that's your sports, baby.
0: See ya! I'm gonna sit where they gotta play us. I'm gonna sit where they gotta play us. I'm gonna sit where they gotta play us. I'm gonna play where they gotta play us. Play us Started out with who they? Who they done got me started. started. Call Katie telling me hey, room for the Lombardi. Lombardi. I trust 27 to lead us to any battle. Oh, we had bad. DK out there press. You seen how we did Seattle. Oh, he Went bad. down one to three and then we hop back oh, on that saddle. On Everybody want T, but you can't have him because we got him. It. A lethal nine on the side and he gon' always red dot him. 29 got him on lockdown. This Taylor Britt Island. And you know Jamar Pratt. probably open. That boy 7-11. 7 11. Who your best cornerback? Because my receiver's gon' shred And yeah, y'all don't wanna go one on one with lose playbook. One step on that field, them quarterbacks look shook. Look a couple it. weeks went by, and we done stacked us up some wins. and Logan still with us, still the turnover twin. Oh. Who's the A man to man? You probably shouldn't throw at him. Oh. Orlando Brown came to town, showed us what a bodyguard is. I don't think they want no smoke with us. Forever standing on business, this ain't no joke for us. Money Mackie, line it up, that boy forever clutch. Put up whoever you want, it's never slow for us. Ain't nothing changed. 21 still lurking in the cut. 83 reasons why they can't sh- with us. Nah. Zach Taylor, top dog. It's always win a bust. Hand the, the ball to Chase Brown. Probably won't get touched. Won't get touched. Chuck. Sizzle back deep yeah. to receive the punt. Probably gon' run it back. I feel like he the one. When like my shuffle on him still, I feel like Icky was. Like oh, was. I'm protecting Joe like a tiger should like a tiger Imagine sure. having Trent Irwin as your fourth That's string. Your fourth if string. VJ yeah. Hill hit you, you feel with that force, That's bring. Force. One, two, three. Nah, we need four rings. This the jungle, you can't come in here and pull strings Look close, look how DJ read that offense sin Hubbard, and side. yeah, we all in Nick Scott ball hawking, overwatching. watching Dax Hill interception that look flawless It's really hard to lose when Kay Adams rule for you If you need a couple yards, going gon' get it for you We got Tanner Hussin now, sample still too Yoshi gon' go get that ball just like a dog do Already knew they had to play but this part two. Part two. I'm from the city where they gotta play up. I'm from the city where they gotta play up. It's time to pay up. I'm from the city where they gotta play up. I'm from the city where they gotta play up. I'm from the city where they gotta play up. It's time to pay up. Hold up.